Welcome to PTG TV. This is your host, Antonio Hicks, a.k.a. Escaping the Matrix, with my co-host, Mr. John Jersey Kedricks. In this episode of Real Talking Conversation, we're talking games and what got us started into video games in the game industry altogether. What's going on, John? Or Jersey? My bad. It's all good. How you doing? I'm, I'm good. I'm actually doing really good. I'm excited about the uh, this show, the in-person studio audience show. That's right. Got a band. Actually got a band booked. So yeah, I'm um trying to get back on streaming again, which is why we're talking about the game. So yeah, no, I'm, uh, yeah, everything's going great. I say the PTG man, there's a there's a G in there somewhere, right? <laughs> there is a G in there, and that G is not talked about enough. There is a G in the PTG. I think the first year, and we'll probably talk about this more like during the uh, show, but like the first year, it was just all politics. Like we, I had one or two episodes that actually did pretty good. I called it what was it? Um, Love and gaming. Oh, cool! So I had these two people. Like it was during the midst of the pandemic, and we had this huge gaming community that everybody had became a part of. So all of us was like playing games together. We were doing like a twenty-four hour streamathon to like bring attention to like people in their streams and stuff. And uh, one of the couples that was there was this um, what is that Scottish couple? Like straight out of it was in Scotland. And awesome. both there, it was they both of them playing, uh, playing game. They had gaming PCs, and you they was in the same room, so you could see one in one camera, and then you could see the back of the other in the other camera. <laughs> but yeah, I had I had them on the show, man. It was married couple. That's fun. So man. I thought that was real interesting because normally you don't see stuff like that at at all in the gaming community. Yeah, that's that's unique. I mean, uh, um, like we were talking about off off camera, where. I've definitely, you know, I don't watch streaming necessarily, you know, every day, but I'm definitely familiar with it. I've wa- I have watched like Jack Seppi, the guy, the Biggins, uh, Markiplier, and and PewDiePie. Um, so it's interesting. It, it is an insular community, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of people in there. From my understanding, and you would know better than me, they do kind of they do a good job of supporting each other, like any other community, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, all the big streamers they tend to know one another. And like, uh, who is it? Um, Jack Sepika, he does, what is it called? Uh, Grimpus Eve or Grimpus? He does a, 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 a Christmas like type of thing, a fundraiser every year. Oh, like a Grumpus. Yeah. Like I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So all of the, I mean, he has all the major YouTubers. They, they send, tend to come in there or they, if they're not there, they actually donate to the stream. So, I mean, yeah, they, and they actually do support. So if something's going on with one of them, like uh, Corey Ace Kenshin was complaining about, this is my, this is my YouTube, about YouTube age restricting one of his videos that everybody else had played. And he was like, man, he said, I want to call it a race card. He was like, but you know, is they, are they being racist towards me? Because <laughs> he was like, why is it that whenever I come back and I'm trending, because this dude would take like six, seven months off. And it's, it's amazing to me how he does it. Like, I don't I don't know how he does it. Like, Corey A.S. Kenshin, before we get on gaming, he's a big-time YouTuber. I think he has like 12 million, something like that, followers right now. But he can take a break. He can take a break from YouTube for like seven months, like a mental health break. And this man, the whole time he's gone, like his followers are picking up. Like, he's up to 15.6 million subscribers now. <laughs> So every time he comes back, he's celebrating like one or two million followers, subscribers. And I was like, how? I mean, I love him. This dude is funny as hell to me. But I'm like, how? I was like, how? Who do you know that can leave? And then as opposed to having subscribers leave because, you know, you're not posting any new content. 
you're accruing followers to subscribers to where you every time you come back from a break you've added on another one to two million subscribers but yeah so they came together around him because about that thing and so they were playing some video games which i really thought was funny because it's one of the big streamers i follow i believe it. he just got banned but he got hit <laughs> they got they restored his account and we were talking about it too because it's all in the gaming industry but yeah this is just go off of what john was uh what jersey was saying that they do all stick together and they may not you may not see them in like collaborating all the time but behind the scenes they're all talking and texting one another yeah, it, it, it kind of reminds me of like a, like stand up comedy, where like really if you look at stand up comedy as as like like insular community, where, where you can talk about the ones you know, where there's ones you know, they all kind of support each other, try to help each other out, and and in uh, as many different ways as possible, yeah. but in ways that the, the general public doesn't see. Right, and they have, I mean, they have the capital to do so. I mean, because you're talking about with that many millions of followers. The ads is running on their channels. I mean, they make a ton of money, but they are philanthropists, so they they give a lot of their money away. Like Corey Kenshin's alone, like doing um, Jack Sipperside, like his his Grumpus uh, fundraiser he does. Like this year, he donated. Well, last year of Christmas, I think it was. It had to be nine hundred thousand dollars, eight hundred nine hundred thousand dollars. That's real money, man. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, I mean, he's, they're all really, I mean, they're, they're, I will say the ones that I watch and follow, they're great people. Like they really are great to help out the community. It could be no matter what the event is going on, they don't care about their channel to that degree. They won't speak out on, on issues. I don't care if it's like Asian hate crimes or Black Lives Matter. They speak on issues that's affecting, because it, it, it's, it's affecting their their watchers. And that's what they say. They say right. it, we speak on it because it's affecting the people that watch us. Right. So why not speak on those things? Because, you know, we're real people. They're real people. And if anybody in our community is suffering, we have to highlight that. And that's why I do like and love like a lot of people that I watch and follow. Yeah, that's it's an interesting uh, like the, the gaming community where you know, there's there's the highs and lows of a lot of artists out there and whatever genre you're talking about, whether it be music or you know, art or or television or movies, or whatnot. Uh, it just seems like, the you know, these are creators. These are artists. Mm-hmm. That are you know that are creating you know in the, in the gaming community and so you know they're they're producing they're they are creating content but it seems like they're just like they all seem to be cool cool dudes too yeah, like you know, like we are like hey, man, we're nerds man you know <laughs> <laughs> hey nerds nerds rock I don't care if you're yeah. old nerd I don't care if you're young nerd because I had to get Take on some over. of the younger people when I was streaming they were talking about older people and I was like the people that make the games that you're playing and making money off of they're by old people there's not too many of them that's in their 20s or even uh early 30s like uh, the bulk of them are like late 30s 40s and 50s because they have to you have to know how to program yeah and, and <laughs> the story the old school stories of atari and the nes games man it's amazing what they what they accomplish with, without knowing what they're doing and wow. how much information that the different the, the distance between legend of zelda and where we are now right the old school legend of zelda nes you know, yeah, cause it's <laughs> it's like what is it? Game consoles they came out the Odyssey. It came out in 1972. So you're talking about it's uh, what 70, 60, 70 year difference? It's, well, not even that long ago. I'm like it hadn't been that long since we got introduced to video games and look at the progress we've made now versus back then. Like you're talking oh, yeah. about now, we have virtual reality, we have augmented reality games that we can play. We can play games on phones <laughs> that's mm-hmm. in our pockets. And games that they're way more computational, st- doing more computational stuff than what the uh, the Odyssey could do, the Nintendo sixty four, or the uh, what was it, the Atari, 
and uh, what was it, ColecoVision? ColecoVision, I had one of those, man. <laughs> so it's like nowadays, man. It's like so you know you do have older people that might still be a part of that gaming community program, or just playing video games. I mean, who don't like playing video games? I mean, well, really. you know, look at us. Like you know, I mean, our generation is you know, say say call ourselves forties or fifty year olds, right? Yeah, and we grew up that with Nintendo, old school Nintendo, old school yeah. like the ones you're talking about. Like I said, like I remember I got my Legend of Zelda the gold cartridge. Yeah, <laughs> and I went out and wore that out. It was still one of my favorite games of all time. I bought a uh, uh, a Switch just so that I can download Virtual Console of all those old school games. You know, it's amazing the progress that they've made, but they're still playable. It just shows the lasting power they had. You know, when you make a good a good product, it's, it it will last this time. You know. So what was the first gaming console? I mean, what was the first game that you played? I don't even want to say. And what what did you play it on PC or console? It was it was definitely con. It was definitely console. It was Atari, and it was Combat. I still remember that. If you remember, it was the old. It was like thirty games with like, like little like pixelated tanks. Yeah. Like, do, 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 <laughs> and just fire pellets at each other. Yeah. That yeah. Was I first that. One. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I was one of the, you know, then I got my Nintendo, but oh, like one of the first in the, in, the, in the neighborhood. So I played Super Mario Brothers. And then, like I said, Legend of Zelda, those are the two kings. And along with that, like the, the NES generation, I guess, would be where I really got hit the stride of like those old school greats of Castlevania and Kid Icarus. You know, those were oh those God, were my champions, man. <laughs> right? So you never played any PC games? I'm sure, like PC was very iffy. Like, just uh, didn't have computers. Mostly, I was mostly console kid before. Um, yeah, imagine like, that a time where people lived and computers were so expensive that you know regular people didn't have computers. Yeah. Like, there was that expensive. Like, it, it wasn't as common as it is now to go on something. If somebody had a computer, I, either they were working in in technology <laughs> or they had some money to have a computer. It's I'm like the I guess the first uh, PC game was Doom, right? That was the first one I could think of where I where I played the OG uh, OG Doom and uh, oh and, that's uh, an advanced computer then yeah, yeah that's yeah so before that yeah the pixelated ones I think a friend of mine had one of those like uh, the story driven ones uh, yeah like all like uh, it's just a word I can't I forget the, the there's a word name for it um, and uh, that you was had a, one that was called Himarabi what's up Himarabi I think it might be that. It's like the beginning of Princess Bride, <laughs> where, <laughs> where Fred Savage is like has to you know find the crystal before Grandpa comes and actually tells him the story. Yeah, it was. I think my first one. It was on PC because we had a Commodore sixty four. So we had oh. PC before we had the actual like a video game console because I did have an Atari twenty six hundred. We didn't do ColecoVision. One of my I think my cousin had a ColecoVision. Mm-hmm. But I was playing like Oregon Trail because we played Oregon Trail in school, mm-hmm. and I and I'm not old enough to, now. Oregon Trail, now I'm not that old. Oregon Trail came out before I was born, but <laughs> I was yeah. born in '78. So Oregon, <laughs> so we were playing Oregon Trail in school because I and I don't know why they had it in, in school and why we had, they wanted us to play it. I, yeah, I don't know, but um, we played that and then yeah, we had an Atari 2600. So you know we had uh, what is it, Pitman? Yep. Oh, a pitfall. Pitfall. Yeah. And then, uh, Hubert. Yep. Um, I can't think of none of the old ones. Like, it was I had like, bomber, the bomber jack. There was uh, Yars Revenge. 
that was the first like where you're like uh, all the um you're just a spacecraft like with you know you're, you're shooting up you know um you shooting up enemies um that was one of the, like the first atari game that really put atari on the map but, yeah um, and, and i love the atari 2600 i mean yeah it was great there's the atari i do remember like they said uh, commodore 64 there was uh there was a, a monster game. I can't remember what it was. Where you were like you beat before Godzilla and you just had to you know destroy uh, the city. <laughs> and that was old school Commodore sixty four. That's really the only one I can think of. But but uh, <clears throat> a monster like I said, the one, like I said, the one I love. I still love like old NES stuff. Man, Castlevania series is still one of those series. Like I wish they'd come back with uh, Final Fantasy. You know, yeah. like the. The first Final Fantasy was like a game changer. <laughs> yeah, because it told a story. Like that's yeah. why I fell in love with. Um, yeah, I, I fell in love with that game. Yeah, uh, that was I, uh, one I of my. Yeah. I because I I mean I still, I still play them to this day. Like Square Enix is like the OGs when it comes to storytelling and actually have like the cinematic performances in between those. I, I love Square Enix and half the games they come out with. I haven't played all of their games because, I mean, they, hell, they're putting out games almost every other week now. But, yeah, Final Fantasy, yes. I mean, the, the whole series is pretty damn solid all the way through. I mean, it, it shows the growth of, like, storytelling. But that was the first one. It was, like, it was so amazing. Uh, like, how they, they put this huge game. And I look back and, like, what was the biggest problem with those games? That one was finding a save point. Yeah. Right. And two is when you go back to play, what the hell was I doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Every time I was like, I walk around, I'm in a forest, like, oh, where were they supposed to go? Shit. Yeah. RPG games. <laughs> like, they don't, because they don't make them the way they used to. Well, they do have some coming out like that now because it's like retro now. Retro is cool now. But yeah. yeah, it was like those. It used to make you so mad because <laughs> you didn't have save points, and you could be wandering around through the forest, and all of a sudden a monster spawned up on you, and you could not have <laughs> enough health. Yeah, yeah, you just you know you end up dying, and you didn't lost everything. Now you got to restart all the way back over, and then try to find the stuff that you lost before. So it's yeah, it's. But I still love it. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Like, like it's like, I know it's all about like how many hours of just like, and like you're two hours in and just. Or the worst was when the, there's no save points, no turning off things, so you paused it so you can go to school. Right. <laughs> and mom will turn it off. You're like, no. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, because you didn't have like, yeah, the rest, like especially on the um, Nintendo. Yeah, you didn't have save because it, it requires. So those that don't know, so to have oh, yeah. save points requires. We're memory. Old. <laughs> you have to have memory. So if you don't know this, what your, a lot of your memory is doing outside of your memory helping out with graphics and stuff, it allows you to have save points. So the games that we played, there was no memory in the consoles like that. So it went, you had to play it all the way through. And then if you wanted to stop, you had to pause it and you couldn't take it off pause. <laughs> you, you couldn't take it off pause. It was it was one shot deal and you had to go it was one marathon. And you know, like you said, like the, I think that's one thing about Legend of Zelda was the first one that had like the, the battery pack, right? Where you can actually save it. Yeah. Um, save, save progress. Um, some of them had those really convoluted like password systems. Um, Kid Icarus was one of those. Metroid, Metroid was one yeah. of those. No, no, those. Metroid is a, cl- a cult classic. Yeah. That style of game. That's, um, you know, it started the whole Metroidvania craze. People don't know, don't realize, like it's it's actually a style of game now. Metroidvania, where they combine Castlevania and Metroid. 
uh, this huge one big world where you have to get powers or you know or upgrades in order to keep on exploring throughout the world, and you have to backtrack and that sort of thing. So it's become a whole thing from. Um, it was uh, PlayStation One, uh, Castlevania Symphony of Night, one of the best games of all time, where that kind of that was coined. But it started with Metroid, the very first one. Yeah, it's like my memories, man. Like especially playing Super Mario Brothers, and like well, I didn't come from a wealthy. I mean, I came from a middle class household, but it wasn't a wealthy household, so it wasn't like we were getting games like that every week. So like mm-hmm. we had to play like, Super Mario Brothers One. Then you went to two, and like I had to wait for my birthday to come around like the following year to even get three once they finally released oh, yeah. it then you had other games coming out between that that you might want to play like you said like zelda so it was and then oh my god it's just so many consoles and so many video games oh it's, and it was you know back in the day we were kids so again you know we're dating ourselves a little bit but again i'm four six seven eight ten years old something like that um and so it was all all about too like you became friends with the kid that got castlevania yeah <laughs> Right. Yeah, you would actually go to somebody's house. Yeah, <laughs> like oh shit, Jerry's got Castlevania. We're be friends with Jerry this week. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's go and play. And then you had like Duck Hunt too, like Duck Hunt for the Nintendo. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So when they in- introduced like the uh, the shooter, now I don't do other games. I don't think they did as well because what was it? What was part of Duck Hunt too, where you had to shoot like the um the disc and stuff. Yeah, the cloud, you know, clay pigeons, wherever they went out there. Yeah. They had that. They had, uh, don't forget, uh, old Rob. It was gyromite. Where you had, like, the the the, 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 the very first peripheral. It was a, it was literally, like, a, a two-foot ro- a robot uh-huh. that played the game for you. It was so weird. It was so wild. Like, it would it would just open paths. Like, you had to wait for Rob and do all these things. It, it, it was, I remember like having that, and it, like, it was such a pain in the ass. <laughs> but it was the first one. I don't, like, I don't remember that. Yeah. Why don't I remember that? It was like the way it worked was like you put the controller in a slot. And so uh-huh. Rob had like these these claws that do this, and it would pick up these uh, tops, these spinners, and go through a centrifuge. I can't, I, it's amazing what they were doing. Oh, yeah, I so, remember. I see it you know, now. Yeah. Get it starts spinning pull it out, put it on a button so they would press the A button it was while it was spinning. Then you had to move Rob again to get the other one. You press B. <laughs> then the top was about to fall off and you grab it before. It was it was all convoluted. And it was kind of amazing for its time. Yeah, they, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the generation now, like now the retro games, like I said, was cool, but I'm like, you don't understand the struggle of stuff that we had to do just to even play those games back then. And then no, have to deal with our parents telling us that, oh, it's going to rot your brain. You know, it's not going to do anything for you. And I'm like, Shh, look at these kids now. Oh, like, do you remember the Super Mario Brothers tournaments they had out in California? Oh, yeah. They said, I mean, um, like, they, and like the awesome games done quick. Like, there's, there's all kinds of, uh, like, we're just talking about uh, different gaming communities all, all around the world that are doing actually really cool stuff. Um, but like you say, like the kids now, the, your kids now don't understand the struggle of trying to play Final Fantasy without the internet. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, because right, we didn't have the internet. Right, <laughs> internet wasn't even a thing back then. Even in, even when the internet came out, like they never thought about like running video games across it. Even though, did they have any internet games? Well, it's just about the like getting help. Like I remember, like. First Legend of Zelda, you know, I burned every bush. I bombed every like, oh, every yeah, to find every cool. segment of wall to find every secret. Yeah. <laughs> like there was no game god doing nothing. 
Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. You can. It, there was no YouTube to go look up. Oh. And as and look and see that somebody already ran through it, or do it like a tutorial. You had to figure it out on your own. There is no Wikipedia or nothing. You had to do it. And so if Man, you're hey. stuck and all these villagers are, are telling like Castlevania two, where all the villagers are just speaking nonsense, you're like, all right. And then you just, how was I supposed to know? You're supposed to kneel down in this one spot with a red crystal in your hands <laughs> in order to make them. You can get below, get below the lake. Um, it's, it's just funny, man. <laughs> yeah, because I think about like all the games when they first came out. So you had ColecoVision, you had Atari 2600. From the 2600, you went to Nintendo 64. Then Nintendo. they had... Huh? Super, Super Nintendo. Then they had Super Nintendo. Japan or China released their own version of it, the next one up. Mm-hmm. Then you branched off and there was... Uh, the Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. Then you had, was it the PlayStation that was out then? That uh, was Turbo Gra- Graphics 64. Turbo Sex, yeah, Turbo Graphics 64. 16, then you uh, had and then, the uh, one that all the rich people had that I wanted, the Neo Geo. Right. I never never saw one of those. That was the unicorn. I, I, <laughs> I, I, the, and, and what pissed me off is they would show like commercials or you would see like in gaming magazines, they would like show pictures of the games on Neo Geo. And it was, but you couldn't afford like the Neo Geo back then. It cost six hundred and forty nine dollars. Right. So and that, six, that that day money, yeah. Yes, and that day, so that's equivalent, probably about almost two thousand dollars of what you have to spend now for a video game. So there ain't no parent unless you was wealthy that was buying Neo Geos and you have it under your Christmas tree unless your parents had a lot of money. Because <laughs> to it? them, again, they didn't see the point behind playing video games. Like it was, it was useless to them. No kidding. And and also, like, you know, that was also a big fatal flaw, right? It was so expensive. No one had one. That's <laughs> so what right. grow. <laughs> right. like, like, even PlayStation 5, you know, I'll give them cre- a little bit of credit. They took it, they, they priced it out of the loss, right? The, 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 the console itself, they were like, all right, we just need to get people these in, in homes so we can sell games. <laughs> right. And then you had, um, like, one of the games I loved on, like, the Sega Genesis was, like, Altered Beast. I don't know if you remember that one. I do. That's the one where you changed into. You know the one you yeah, changed to a creature. Into a creature, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they had it in the arcades, but they had it on the Sega Genesis. Oh my god! Like that was like a number one game. Then you had uh, what is it? Uh, Street Fighter. Oh, that one. There was a place that has a lot of my money. I could have bought that damn like cabinet. <laughs> like we we. I, I still remember after school at the deli, you'll go to play Street Fighter too. And just all of us surrounding that, just trying to beat that game. That was just brutal. Yeah, because you couldn't get past uh, M. Bison. M. Bison is brutal. Yo, oh, man, you had the Mega Drive 2 for the Genesis. The PlayStation came out. Yeah, then you had the PlayStation 2. Then the first Xbox came out. Then the Nintendo Wii. No, there's, there's another one that's missing because I bought it. That was like the big three became Microsoft, you know. It's like the, you know, right now, like it's two and a half, really. It's Microsoft, it's uh, the Xbox versus PlayStation guys. Really, you're one or the other. I'm, I'm a PlayStation guy. Right. Yeah. There's no reason to have two. There's enough overlap. There are some exclusives on yeah. one or the other, but not enough to be to, to go to that one. Uh, but then you have Nintendo is the only like, little entity that's always been there. Um, and strange enough, we talk about Legend of Zelda and, you know, Breath of the Wild basically saved that company. <laughs> like, it it did, 
Because I mean, because I mean, how much leeching can you do off a of freaking Mario? And they had uh, Star Fox. Star Fox was really, I loved Star Fox. Oh, that old school sixty four. Yeah, that was. Fun. Yeah. But it's like yeah. you couldn't. It didn't pick up the way like Mario did. Like Genesis had what Sonic. Like Sega was just known for Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. But outside of then they had a, I forgot about the Atari Jaguar. Mm-hmm. The Atari Jaguar came around the same time as the Sega CD. They tried, yeah. And I, I, I had a friend of mine have the Sega CD, and that was not a very good. They didn't know what they were doing yet. No. Or the, or the were the Philips Magnavox thing? The Philips CD, yeah. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I don't know anybody that even owned that thing. They actually had they marketed with Legend again. Legend of Zelda comes up. They had a Legend of Zelda game. That's what they marketed on, and even like. The people that own Legends of the Property have been there for from the day one or so. They're like, that game does not count. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody played that. What is the game um, console I'm looking for? I'm not even seeing it. We're not even doing it. the handhelds, you know, the Game Boys. and. Uh, oh, it was another one because it had like a screen built inside of the controller that you can interact with along with the gaming console. How long ago? Oh, the Dreamcast, the Sega Dreamcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved the Sega Dreamcast. That I, thing was freaking great. I played the boxing one, the boxing game. as we saw a boxing game on that. But it just, again, it was one of those things where it just, it teetered. It's kind of like the, the, the Jaguar where, like, <laughs> it was saturation market. Couldn't get enough good games out there in people's hands. It just couldn't grow. Yeah, because it was like, like one of my favorite games in it was Shenmue. Did you ever play that? Which one? Shenmue? No. no. It was like this Asian kid, and he was, um, he could get through, he had to go through this town, but he did like martial arts. So it's almost like he had to fight like this gang or something. Because I remember the exact story behind it. It came, back, it came out in 1999. Yeah. Then you had, it was this, now this was hooked up online. You had Fantasy Star online. Like Fantasy Star was great. Then of course, uh, Resident Evil, Cold Veronica. It, I oh. mean, I love. And then you had Crazy Taxi. I don't know if you remember Crazy Taxi. I do remember Crazy Taxi. That was that was their marquee. That was their flagship game, wasn't it? Yeah. Then the Skies of Arcadia, Power Stone, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur lasted some years. Yes. Like Soul Calibur didn't go away for a long time. Half Life. That's still a thing now too. That, that went to yeah the PC. Yeah. What else, man? It was so yeah. It's so I mean, I guess what got me into like video games and stuff to even get back on that topic is mm-hmm. like, I guess it was something. It was some new technology, and my parents thought it would be something cool because it was trendy, especially like the Atari when you had to like the actual hand the controller that yeah. you it had the one button on that you had to play. So Your yeah, thing. my parents got it for me. I guess they didn't know what they they were doing when they bought it. They was like, oh, you know, this would be something entertaining, but all of us got sucked into it. And then and, uh, you had, uh, what was the first? Tecmo Bowl. Man, yeah. Tecmo Bowl would start so many freaking <laughs> fights in the block, man. Between Tecmo Bowl and doggone uh, Street Fighter. Tecmo Bowl. People be fighting for their lives playing yeah. Tecmo Bowl. Tecmo Bowl, that was the first, like, like that was the, the first game to have the, the funeral roll, right? It couldn't be the Raiders because Bo Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> it was just yeah, too you good. just couldn't do it, yeah. <laughs> And you were the man if you could win the season as Indianapolis. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, that was like one of the first major, major football games they came out with before oh. Madden. 
came that was out the, that was in the, some yeah. of the college football games. I mean, Madden did. And that's, and actually, that's an important point too. Like Tecmo Bowl, first of all, it's 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 just you know kind of like a national treasure. It should be in a yeah. museum. Awesome. You know, it's that important, and I just it's that special. But, but to Madden, like actually, Madden, strange enough, John Madden, the the John Madden. Not just the namesake, but him was actually kind of considered one of the most instrumental people in video game history because he was all about football, obviously. And like when you talk about football, like there's linemen and all the football games, linemen didn't matter. It's all the wide receivers, running backs. That's fine. No, the linemen matter. It's like, no, no, no. All the linemen have to be doing something. And so by that metric, like that grew upon all video games where if there's somebody on, on screen that's got to be doing something. Mm hmm. And from that, then John Madden was critical and kind of boosted that revolution to have NPCs being uh, integral to to whatever's going on on the screen. Yeah, and he, I mean, this dude made so much money off of that freaking game. The franchise alone for the Madden oh. game series is broken up relationships, <laughs> especially when they went online. And you talking about dudes that was into uh, what is it, Madden? And what was a basketball game? Like these games, I don't play. Like I don't play sports games like that. There's a uh, you know um, NBA 2K. You know those yeah. games. I was more of an NCAA football guy. Then there's FIFA, who, yeah. which is that's a monster. It, yeah, it was. They had it on the GameCube and a couple yeah. of other ones. Yeah, it was. And like Justin, these is like these are just console consoles. Like you hadn't even got into the Game Boy. Yeah, and then the uh, you had a Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. You had the what was it? The Sega handheld, the PlayStation game was a PSP, and then you had the what is it? The um, can't think of the other ones that was out. <laughs> well, even the Switch, you can almost say the Switch is a handheld. It's a it's a nifty machine actually. If you look at the Switch. Yeah, um, I mean, but that's like that's now. Like, who yeah. you talking about? I'm talking about like I early say- on. Yeah, I just remember getting a, a, a I, the main, my main memory about getting a Game Boy. I got a Game Boy for my birthday. And uh, and my dad was old school. He just still didn't understand video games, but he kind of indulged me a little bit. That was my, the one indulgence I, I was getting. And I asked to play, play it at the dinner table, and he about <laughs> slapped me across the face. Like, you're doing <laughs> Like, what? No, you're not. No, it's dinner time, dinner time. You can't play that. You almost... The same day I got it, the same day like, he almost threw it against the wall. <laughs> yeah, man. That's what I said. They didn't understand different, like, what different, they were doing when they time. got these the stuff. Because I'm like, that was the Atari Lynx. Let's take a Game Gear. That was one that if you had that, the Turbo Express, mm-hmm. like all these things, like people didn't, you, you didn't see a lot of people having these, these handheld consoles around. Like well, it didn't come real popular until, yeah, the Game Boy. The Game Boy started it, right? And uh, then Game Boy Advance. And, uh, was the t- there was the touchscreen one? I check your name, excuse me. Um, but uh, it's you know like the they've done a good, they did such a good job. Then what happened was that everyone got these things. Yeah. And so I got games here. I don't need the game. I don't need that console anymore. And no. like well, I had those like to me those consoles. This consoles kind of got gone obsolete. You know, actually, the Switch is probably the only one that's relevant because it plays these big hitter, AAA home run games that you can you can literally take on the airport with you, right? You're like airline, and then until, you put it until the Steam Deck. <laughs> until the Steam Deck, Valve came out with the Steam Deck. I don't know if y'all have heard of the Steam Deck. I've not. Tell me. It plays almost 
I want to say 85 to 90 percent of PC games in a handheld in a handheld device. Now is that is it playable though? Yeah. A lot of games. The one thing about the Switch, they, they were very meticulous in making sure that it did play well in your hands. You know, like this controls. Yeah, I could. Um, well, it's not. It's in the other room. I would grab mine. I go. Yeah, it's 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 a little bit wider in the Switch. Like it has. I think it has a seven inch display on it. And it's like it's a it's not an LED display. It's, a, it's still an LCD display, but it's a bright LCD display. Display, and it's brighter than the actual Switch itself. I um. Now, what made me mad was, I, I mean, I wanted that. Like, I, I love the Steam Deck. Like, it's, when I'm going to, the, when I'm flying now, I don't grab you, my Switch anymore. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I have one. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, because it was in concept three years ago. And then they finally built, um, you know, like a demo version of one so they could show it off and show it how it worked. Because people still didn't believe it. It was like, dude, we've seen so many people promise, like, playing, and playing PC games. In a handheld device, it was like, yeah, you know, like kids, that's cap, like whatever, that's that's a lot. We, we, I don't believe it until they start doing pre-orders for it. So I read, like me and my people in my community, we all pre-ordered it, and sure enough, they start fulfilling the pre-orders. Like, and then the reviewers got theirs first, and they was talking about how good it, it was. Still buggy because it was buggy. It was, it, but it was something. Still, it was great that they were able to do that in an actual handheld device. And I got mine, and mine was buggy. But then it started pushing out more and more updates. The thing is pristine now. Like, it don't play every console. It don't play every PC game, but it played the one that I play. Like, it plays Elden Ring. It plays... Wow. It said it can play Cyber now. I, don't, I haven't played Cyberpunk on it. I'm not even going to try to play Cyberpunk on it because I got a high-end PC, and my high-end PC still kind of struggle with Cyberpunk. <laughs> that, that's a whole... That's a whole thing. I play... I beat Cyberpunk, by the way. Yeah, so I haven't even beat like, it yet. What? I haven't even beat it. You beat it? Yeah. Oh, I gotta play the beat it. I haven't beat it. It's a, it's a lot of games I gotta finish this year, but it plays the bulk of. The, I mean, it plays. What is it? Um, see here, I am the brain fog again. Well, this it sounds like it, it plays a lot of games that uh, are not mouse driven. That they, it doesn't have to be mouse driven, right? But it, no, it has it has a, um, pad, a touchpad on it. Okay. Yeah, but it does convert it to like a controller type setting. Okay. Yeah, you, you can. That's the one thing. Like we're talking about the differences between you and me and gaming. Like I like, you know, I like, I still play games. Actually, I, I got the Final Fantasy uh, fight fight song on, on my YouTube in the background. <laughs> um, but I'm a console guy. I like the controller in my hand. I do. You know that. So that was one of those things that, that the tactile. Like it, I, that's just it's a preference thing, and it's, it's nothing good or bad about it. Uh, with the PC gaming, there is that's super. It is superior way to play games is with a mouse and keyboard yeah it is better i mean some games do support controllers but if you're in the pc community and you're playing a game with a controller you're gonna get clowned like you, you yeah clowned. exactly yeah it's, it's mouse and keyboard <laughs> like, like the game i was playing last night like season a letter to the future last night requires uh uh you gotta have a, a controller right it can't be like i don't know that it will it says it prefers you using the controller I don't know that it will work with the keyboard, so I use the controller. Yeah, it just, but like that's the thing. It's, it's become a meme in the gaming community, right? Or like, where the guy on PC or guy with a controller or like, you know, are gonna fight it out in the woods with a bow and arrow. Like the guy, <laughs> a, I don't understand the battle because it's like now, oh, you know, I have a gaming PC and you play it on the console. It's like okay, 
Like you know, a lot of people can't afford. Well, nowadays, I mean, hell, the way these consoles cost it now, you might, you might as well get a PC. At least a PC, you get a two in one. Like you can do some actual work on it on top of playing video games. Yes, but you still have like games is locked down to the consoles, like God of War. Like you'll never get God of War on any any list. You never played God of War. I don't know what the hell you missing out on. God of War is strictly locked down to PlayStation, and then you have Gears of War. I don't know yes. if anybody ever played Gears of War. Gears of War is a phenomenal game. It's locked down to uh, the Xbox. Yeah. I think it's on PC. Is it on PC now? I think it's on PC now. I, I want to say it's on PC. Yeah, now the thing I love about Microsoft, everybody, you can hate on Microsoft as much as you want. Microsoft have made the bulk of their games, if it's on the Xbox, you can play it on the PC. Because well, I'm like, because they're a computer company. Right. Like, <laughs> like, and they own it. So they own a console and they have, and you can only play a ton of video games. Like you can play some video games now in Linux, the operating system. But the all of them to make them run effectively, you got to play them through Windows. So it's yeah. like they made it to where you can play a bulk of the games that you play on your console. You can play now on Windows. Now, Sony's not going to do that. Sony, they say Sony is working towards that. Sony's not. Sony's PlayStation, not, they're not doing that. I they want you to buy those consoles. And they had some exclusives, like uh, like I said, Final F- actually, the Final Fantasy remake. That's a yeah, PlayStation. It's exclusive, right? Yeah. Uh, so there are exclusives. It seems like there's again. It's I'm not dog on either one. It's it's no. The games yeah. are great. Like you got it's, Uncharted. Uncharted for PlayStation is great. Yeah, yeah. It's you know they, there's phenomenal games. I think they're the winning, Last of Us. They're winning. Oh, yeah. That's a great. <laughs> and okay, game. I guess I'm gonna repeat myself as we're streaming the day, but. Those those people that have The Last of Us or has a PlayStation, play The Last of Us. One yes, of the best you gotta play it. It's, it is one of the best games. Ever. If you are watching, if you are watching the TV series now, and you have a PlayStation, I don't care if it's a PlayStation Four or a PlayStation. I think it came on a PlayStation Three. Yeah. But if yeah. you have a PlayStation, go and play The Last of Us so you can catch up. The game might take you about twenty five hours to thirty hours to complete. Just play the game. It's game. It's a phenomenal game. It is. It, it really is phenomenal. It's there is. It's 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 just a, it's a, it's a great game. It just there. Yeah. You know, it's hard to describe it without spoiling everything. It's an experience. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's like it's story based. Like, like they're the, the only company. Even that, the opening. The opening is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, oh, is is. Yeah, it's it's terrible. I is is hard it's heart wrenching. But that's why I like games like that. Like I like games. That's why I say I like games like Uncharted, Final Fantasy, the like if that it tells a true. great story and it yeah. gets you sucked into it, I love it. It's oh, we're going we're going to like kind of modernize that series. Like, you know, I, I talk about like the games I've loved in the back was just Castlevania and, and uh, Legends of Zelda. Um I the you know, Symphony of the Night was still one of my favorite ones. Um, in the more modern area, like uh, if you're talking about narrative-driven, like um, IPs, one of my favorites is Mass Effect. I don't know if you ever yeah. played that. Oh, absolutely! Well, I love Mass Effect. I haven't played the new one, but yeah, I have the Mass Effect series, and I can play that on the Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> I have Mass Effect, and you can play it on the Steam Deck on the go. Mass Effect is one of those games that you can get lost in. That game, you can spend hours upon hours in. Love that game. It's actually it's my favorite science because. A lot of games lend itself to more uh, like medieval time scenarios, whether it be yeah. Dragon Ages or Skyrim's or Elden Ring. Whereas you know, there's no, it's in comparison, science fiction but genre is kind of kind of sparse. Mass yeah. Effect is, is the clear winner. It's the best one. It's it's very narrative driven. There's there's actual consequences. It's one of the few games where like there's there's a, a trilogy 
and your decision in one carry over to two and three. Yep. People may die, and then you don't see them again. Yeah. <laughs> like, and these are teammates. <laughs> like, it's it, to me, it's one, it's my one of my favorite series of all time. And they have, I mean, they're starting to do more games like that now, where it's like decision-based games and what your decision is could cause consequences towards it. Like you have multiple, you have different endings based upon what you decided to do earlier on in the game. Like one of them is called The Quarry. And that's one of those decision-based games to where if you make the wrong decision, one of the main characters can die. Right. It's, uh, we're talking Quantic Dream, like a Heavy Rain, right? Yeah. The maker of Heavy Rain, we're, we're big on that. We're like, you know, like there is no dying in game over it just it's just you keep on playing and then there's five characters wherever it is they may die at one point and then you just pick up from the other one there's, there's like 17 different enemies right so, or, or until dawn is another one have you played that yep. yeah another great game that's a good one so it's like yeah i think the um playstation exclusive it is playstation exclusive <laughs> I mean, I think what, what helps me out, I mean, because for me, playing video games is like a way for me to relax, like outside of working out, like those that's, that's seen the video, you can see my um, workout equipment in my background. But outside of that, like for me, like if I had a hard day at work, especially, you know, before marriage and kids and stuff, I would just come home and you get to just grab me something to drink, put on a game like Grand Theft Auto or something, because we need to talk about Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto and just <laughs> chill out. <laughs> Grab me some wings, chill out, and just relax. Because, I mean, that's how I wound down my evening. I love all the other role-playing games and stuff. To me, those are games for, like, just to really relax to, but to, like, get out. So I have games that I relax to, and I have games where I've been at my frustration. So yes. my frustration games are Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and then when if I'm really, really frustrated, especially we're living in Atlanta or in the state of Georgia and the traffic we have to deal with, I come home and I play Grand Theft Auto. Because Grand Theft Auto... I wreak havoc because we have crazy drivers here and it gives me a way to let out my frustration with the crazy drivers in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I'm with you there. Like I just, there's something satisfying about pulling over your psychiatrist and just shooting him in the face. Yes. <laughs> Coming home after, after like Atlanta traffic. <laughs> yeah. And I know um, you're saying, isn't it kind of violent? But it's a video game. So it's a video game versus IRL. IRL, you can't do that stuff because you know you're going to jail. And if you don't know what I'm saying, IRL is in real life. Yep. So they, we're, you know, we, you're not going to do those things because we have morals. But in inside of the video game, I have no morals inside the video game. It's, yeah. <laughs> if it brings some joy to me, I'm going to do it in the video game. I mean, I could be a drug lord in the video game. It's, it has no, yeah, it has no again there's no crossover value as far as like alright I, I play Grand Theft Auto as a drug lord I think I'm going to be a drug lord now that never happens no. it does not happen it's not a real play it's not close it's, it's fun it's it's like watching it's, you know it's our equivalent of watching Breaking Bad or The Sopranos where you're reading for the background right. <laughs> you know like, yeah, yeah but people say that stuff I'm like come on man I was like y'all watch reality TV are you going to be a trash person because you watch the reality TV shows like uh, no I mean we this is my this is my entertainment I have yeah I have my TV shows but it's not stuff I watch like every single night I'm like I enjoy playing some of these games but you know it's like I play them all the time but even the military so the military is incorporated in people playing Call of Duty and then like a lot of the military games because they go by hand-eye coordination and it actually now, now that's actually what's really cool about how the military trains a lot of people they have like real-time flight simulators and you yes. actually run drills and stuff in the flight simulators and attack opponents and stuff inside of the game. They do. They have VR games the same way. 
So they are looking for people. They, I mean, you can literally go to their website. They're looking for kids that's got experience in playing like some of the war games. They yeah. even have a way, they even have a tournament they run now where they put like the Navy SEALs against regular uh, gamer kids, like the ones that actually compete in tournaments and they combat one another. That's fun. That's awesome. That's fun. That's, that's funny. That's awesome. That's, that's great. That's, that's, that's the thing. These are all fun, all fun things, fun pastimes. Grand Theft Auto, you know, um, you know, Red Dead Redemption Two is one of those, like one of my you know current games. All I've replayed a bunch of times. You know, like I'm just talking about Mass Effect. <laughs> like, okay, it doesn't mean I'm here, freaking astronaut <laughs> to clear yeah. war. <laughs> you know, like it's. There then, no- the thing I love about Mass Effect too, like the, the science fiction part of it, is because they have different races of people, like species of people in the game that you can interact with and build relationships with. And to me, I like the stars. Like, I would love to be able to travel. I know it might not happen in my lifetime to travel across stars and see different like galaxies and stuff. But you can do that in Mass Effect and make friends yeah. with other people in different galaxies and planets. Make contacts, like, and then it's, it's fun. It's yeah, that's what I like about it. Yes, it has the action stuff. Yes, there's you, you got an awesome uh, gun, and not really, it's, it's yeah, it's a laser gun, but really, it's just translated shotgun or pistol yeah. or, or sniper rifle. Um, but it's about making those those you know those relationships, and it's very, very narrative driven, you know. And that's yeah. that's that is definitely the game I definitely need to. Then you know, then I'll go into my Skyrim phase where I just need to walk around in a beautiful thing and then shoot some boat, you know, shoot my bow yeah. and arrow. You know? Same as Halo. Like I look at Halo the same way as I look at uh, Grand Theft Auto. Like I want to get out there and shoot some evil aliens. I, I play as Master Chief because I, I love the Halo series. I love the Halo anime series that came out with it too. I love Master Chief and the story behind. Now I don't do the one v ones. I don't play one v ones. I'm not playing with these little kids. They have more time than I do, and I don't oh, like yeah. getting smoked. <laughs> but <laughs> I like the stories that's in the games themselves. So yeah, I, I love Halo series. And Halo is locked down. It's a Xbox exclusive. Where's the Microsoft exclusive? So you can play you can play Halo now on PC and console, but you can't play it on the PlayStation. Right. That goes back to uh, like the my first one back in the college days, the old uh, Goldeneye. Yeah. And that was the Goldeneye one. was great. <laughs> it was great. And I'm not even I haven't even prepped you. What is the one rule in uh, if you're playing multiplayer in uh, Goldeneye? I mean, you can kill one another, right? Right. You, you can't be our job. The whole. <laughs> No one could be odd job because he was too short. Oh yeah, the um, the so, known. Yeah, when you're playing multiplayer with four people on the screen, <laughs> no one, no one's allowed to be odd job. Yeah, I can. I love Goldeneye, but I mean, he was one of the best. He was one of the OP characters, though. Oh yeah, I, there's a bunch of characters you pick, but like it was unfair. It was just too small. It was too short. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I remember like I had that in freshman year in college in University of Georgia. I was the 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 dorm room that had. Goldeneye uh-huh. and tiny dorm room that's basically a jail cell <laughs> 17 inch screen and just 30 guys just doing this like alright playing four, you know, four man and then like alright I have Rob Zombie in the background <laughs> <laughs> one guy stays three guys out next three <laughs> like <laughs> but that was that was the last of my I would look back on that, like I, I crushed it in Goldeneye, where I would actually specifically like stay out because I was winning. <laughs> but after that, like this, like you're talking about, like the online stuff where the, all these kids are just crushing it, and then and Halo and and multiplayer. I'm too. I know. I, I can't. And it's not like I'm not good at games. I'm just not. These kids are like phenomenal. Like I, 
these the breed of kids nowadays that I, I can't compete against them. And then they no. trash talk you on top of it too, which it adds to the insult because then it, and if they hear your voice and they tell that you're older, they really start trash talking you and it's just yeah. And I can't, I don't, I'm not subjecting myself and my my energy to that. See, that's that's the not fun part. Like I, I'm done with that. Like I've definitely I don't write off a lot of things. Like I you know, fine with like the medieval uh, uh, scenario, science fiction, first-person shooter, sure. Uh, but like, I've kind of, I've definitely veered away from any online, like multiplayer uh, type games. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I like, um, but see, that's it now. What's, what's really funny is though, like those very kids, they won't play you in like a Street Fighter or something. Like the old school games, they won't play you in the old school games. New stuff they'll challenge you in, like the Fortnites. The Call of Duties, the um, no, not Red Dead Redemption, even Halo. Like they'll challenge you in those. Yeah. I mean, they have a whole bunch of them. Now, Overwatch, like I did play Overwatch for a little bit. I actually was pretty good in Overwatch for a little bit. Then you have Genshin. It's a whole bunch of new games. Or one v one games that's out now. And it's, and it's fine. Like for again, that's if you that's your role, it's fine. And actually, I think Overwatch one of those actually kind of um, did a good job of grabbing of, of expanding the age gap, right? Yeah, I'm working with some folks like in a restaurant with with a bunch of moms that were like 40 ish, 50 years old almost, and they're uh-huh. playing Overwatch. <laughs> like, it's fun. It's like a cartoony right. based game, but it's a shooter. Yeah. It's actually a pretty good shooter. Yeah. And so that's awesome if you can uh, grab that. But I've gone to where I like I like my narrative. I like the like the one player campaign version. You know, whether it be the, the Mass Effects or the Red Dead Redemption Twos, or even you know the Grand Theft Autos. You know, those are that's kind of my jam. Like, give me my, my one character. Let me let me kick ass with it. With them, you know. Yeah, and uh, I mean I'm the I'm the same way, but I have been venturing now. Like I like to try different games. Like I like to play a lot of like indie games now when I get a chance to. But then what happens is. I start playing those and I don't finish out the, like we talking about Cyberpunk I haven't finished out Cyberpunk yet I still have not finished out God of War it's a bunch of games like the new uh, Mass Effect like the Legacy series they got out and I didn't finish I haven't finished that one so my thing is now I'm trying to for like this year I want to finish out like all the old games I didn't especially since I paid for it Callisto <laughs> Protocol I have not finished the Callisto Protocol that was a glitchy game too when it first came out yeah well like you want to talk about glitchy? You mentioned Cyberpunk. That was one that was hilarious. Oh, it was terrible. Like we were <laughs> excited about that during the pandemic. That is, is that the most disappointing game? Yes, they hyped <laughs> this game up during the pandemic. It came out. We needed that game. Yes. That's perfect. Right. If it worked, it wasn't great, but no. I love Cyberpunk culture. I love yeah. uh, anything related to cyberpunk, like in steampunk. I love that type of that, that those like animations and things that come with that. So when you came out with cyberpunk, I was like, hell yes. Like all of us were like, yeah, we're super excited about it. But then, and it wasn't even a developer's fault. It was the company's fault. The company pushed the developer. Developers was like, yo, this game, this game is not ready. Everything that you want to do in this game is it, not, it's not ready. And yeah. the company was like, no, the hype is up. People are looking for this. We're getting pressed. We need to go ahead and release it. And then what happened? They this, released it, and it was it, buggy as hell. It was, it, was, it was unplayable. It was breaking yeah. PlayStations, you know? Yeah. The only, thing, only one worse probably is Anthem, right? Yeah. And, it's, and what was crazy about it was, so the, so the developers themselves, they want to release it on like one console. They want to release it on PC first. And then work his way into like, you know, different consoles. 
but the actual corporate company was like, no, we need to release it on every platform. It was like, dude, so y'all that don't know, it takes a lot of coding to release stuff on different gaming consoles because some of them take a different programming languages. So to do that across a multi-platform thing, you had to been working on this game for a long time. They had been working on this game for a long time, but it still wasn't ready to be released across multiple consoles because different consoles had different levels of memory and um, the CPUs inside of them. So they all wouldn't work the exact same way. They released that console. Like you said, the game wouldn't barely even boot. It was, uh, and if it did boot, it was, it was really, it was just all unplayable. And it, it still had its glitches. Like mid last year, it still had its glitches. It was almost ET worthy, right? <laughs> We're yes. like, like I mean, I remember I got I got a refund. That never happens. You buy a yeah. game, it's yours. And like it was, if you know a game's bad, when you buy it, you can get a full refund and return it back. And I did yeah. that, you know, and that, and it ended up uh, getting on. on uh, that was actually the only PC. Uh, a friend of mine we played together was we're pandemic bound, and we're like, let's play Cyberpunk on PC. Then screw it. And so that's what we ended up doing. Um, and it's good. It's just yeah. one of those that. Like, I still love it. The story is great. You you can see how great it could be. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> like there's just holes in it where like, oh man, they could have there's just like a lot of lost opportunity in that game. Yeah, and I mean I mean I still play I jump on it every now and then. Like if I want to play something different, yeah. I'll jump in and start catching up on like Cyberpunk. Because the story is great. Excuse me. And if you haven't seen the anime that's on Netflix, have you watched the anime yet? I didn't realize that the anime on Netflix. That, that that was gonna be a side comment I was gonna ask you about, like this a starter anime set for for the new. <laughs> a starter? Oh my god, that's that's a whole different comment. Oh my god. Yeah, that's why I'm like that's, that's later. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I, yes. Yeah, oh my god, that's a starter anime. Oh, that's a whole man. Wow, that's a that's a deep <laughs> conversation. Like I, I cause, yeah, me and my kids. So my I got my kid. I got both of my boys the anime, but it's only one is like really grasped onto it. And we take stuff kind of personal. So when people say that they're, um, oh, we're in the anime. It's like, oh, okay, what, what do you watch? Oh, we watch like Dragon Ball Z. You're not in the anime. Yeah. Like, what's 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 all the animes you? Oh, we watch Naruto. Oh, okay, what else do you watch? Well, that's that's it. You're not into anime. So it's, that, that's, that, that's, the, that's the problem, right? That's for like, I know that. Like, I know that's crap. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, because I was like, you're not. And I, I'm not saying that it's not. you. You're not into it because you just watch those alone. But I'm like to tell, come to us. Like we're right. like enthusiasts. Like we we read manga. Like I hell, I got the whole Akira series. Like the <laughs> their prestige uh, series on my bookcase over here. So we read manga and we watch the anime. So awesome. if you come to people like us and you say, "Oh, I'm a big anime fan," we're gonna look to see, okay, what did you start off with, and then where are you at right now? It's I, it'd be like I guess in the same way it's like. <laughs> you know who, who's your favorite uh like uh, oh you like football so uh, oh you like you love georgia football huh who's your who's your favorite player yeah i don't have one like oh okay <laughs> yeah and that's why i'm like i would never see because i don't watch sports like this that's why i'm like i don't even know the name of, unless it's like well known well known okay like oh you're you, you love die hard you know die hard georgia fan great who's the quarterback I don't know. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It, and when, so even when it comes to video games, when people say, oh, I'm a gamer, okay, what do you play? And if they just say, oh, I play like um, a Overwatch or, or something like that, person. I'm like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> is that it? So you're not really, yeah, you play video games, but you're like, you're not a gamer, gamer. And I'm not knocking you for that. It's just, you know, I don't want to, you don't give yourself that title if you're not really involved into like playing. Like, what do you, like, what do you start it off playing? Like, it's the same conversation we had here tonight. Yeah. It's like, what did you start off, you know, playing with? And like, you know, why do you just stick to that one game? If you only played like a couple of games, 
Yeah, you're not necessarily a gamer. I mean, you like playing it, but you're not a gamer. Gamer. Yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a gamer now. Yeah, yeah. And you outranked me. That's fine. But like, I, I know I like it. <laughs> But I don't let it consume. Like, I'm not to the type to where I'm one of those people that where I let it consume my life. Like, I still want, like, even because I'm so those that haven't listened before, like, if this is your first time listening, and I hope it's not your first time listening, uh, I'm a, I work in IT. So, even being a nerd that I am, and if you can see, like, you can see, see part of my setup behind me, like, even in front of me, like, I got a three monitor setup and I got a two PC thing running in front of me, I still unplug. Like, I unplug, I go outside, I go hiking. I um, get some exercise. So it's like, even in all those things, I enjoy it, but it doesn't consume me. So I'm a gamer, but I don't let it consume me, consume me. Yeah. I used to, but I was single. (laughs) So (laughs) it's like, once I've done the outside and I've done the working out, it's like, I'm sitting at home by myself. It's like, what else is there to do? Well, the the way I always like to be, first of all, I enjoy them. So if you enjoy them or don't, this is the entire decision, I think. If you say no to video games outright, I'd say give them a chance first, because I know yeah. a lot of folks hate them, like, you know, video games suck, and then, like, my mom was one of those, I, you know, video games, no, 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 no. Then, when I, I see her, when I visit her at her house, and she's playing, like, like just these, you know, fine, like, a fine object video games, like, storytellers on, on her PC, like, you like video games, too. You yeah, just, it, I know. I don't expect you to pick up Grand Theft Auto, Ma. Just, no. <laughs> but <it's> a, <laughs> yeah. But maybe some Stardew Valley might be up your alley. Yeah. It is. <laughs> And I'm like, but it's actually good for you. It's good for your cognitive abilities. Yeah. I mean, it helps out with uh, Alzheimer's. So, I mean, those things, and that's why the military likes it because, and they realize, like, they have, and I'm going to say this because they have done studies on this. This is not my opinion. Yeah. They have legitimately done studies on this. It helps out with your brains because yeah. the hand eye coordination is you have, especially if you're doing keyboard and mouse, you having to know like your WAS, your WASD for controlling stuff. How do you bring up like menus? So it's helping out with, um, you know, with like with your brain functionality. Same as play, it's no different than playing chess. Like you see a lot of older people playing chess. <laughs> it's not because they love. I mean, they do love playing chess. But it's the things that comes along with like you have have to have strategy. How you going to attack? You got to understand plays and understand how like that your opponents plays and what they're gonna do and how you can counter those things. Video games work in the same way. It's like it's problem solving, you know. Just there's there's a litany of oh, better, uh, benefits to it. I remember like reading up on that when I was a kid. About like one of uh, a sympathetic teacher was like talking about how I play video games, but I didn't watch TV. Like all right, that's better. Yeah. That better be right. There's like uh, you know better be like. <coughs> Playing video games, you're doing all the problem solving, all these cognitive challenges between your eyes, your hands, and actually thinking. We can think about how to get to the next level. What, what do I do right? What do I do wrong on the previous level that I died five times? Like, all right, yeah, figure figure the shit out. Yeah, um, you're getting way more out of that than watching Real Housewives of Courthouse County. Right. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and I have no problem picking on that one issue. If you if you like that show, god damn it, that show sucks. <laughs> you like what you want, but that one I'm just gonna pick on that one. <laughs> well, I feel the same way like the Real Housewives of Atlanta because I'm like, oh, I whatever, hate... yeah, it doesn't matter. They're all yeah. anything. So I'm picky about my state, even though we have had, I, you know, I live in a racist state, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm still particular about how my state is portrayed. And when you have trash like that, I was like, half these people not even from here. So I was like, are you talking about the Real Housewives? Or husbands or real pastors from Atlanta. I was like, half these people not even from this state. So I'm like, I wouldn't even, don't even title them that. But that's I, what you just said about that. What how I feel about the Jersey Shore. Yeah, those people aren't from Jersey. We make fun of those people. <laughs> like, I, like I'm from New Jersey. Like, Jersey Shore. Like no, those people suck. We make fun of them. They're, and they're all from Long Island, New York. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, they're not even. Yeah, they're not from the area, but yet yeah. they got the title. Like I'm like, no, they're not from here. No, they're just awful people. So, we go back to video games. Like, like so the past like figure ten years, right? I'm looking at the, the PlayStation fours and like what what I've been playing. I'm, again, I'm leaning towards PlayStation. Uh, we met. We hit on a couple of ones. There's a have you have you delved into the superhero games at all? Uh, like this, like Spider Man's been awesome. I love Spider Man, and uh, actually, the Batman Arkham series is phenomenal as well. I played Batman when it first came out. Like I played the first couple of Batman. I haven't yeah. played any since then. I didn't play the um, Spider Man series. Like even with like on the PlayStation Five, you know they had yeah. uh, Spider Man with Miles Morales edition. Yeah. Like that was. All, got all kind of gaming awards on it. I have yet. I wanted to play, it, but I have yet to play it because it's like it's so many things that I want to play that's coming out to where the games I really hadn't thought about. Because like Hogwarts Legacy comes out Friday, and it's like I got to add that to my list of because being because I like I like Harry Potter. So, I love it. I, so Ooh, like, Harry Potter. I you know it's just so many games that's coming out that I want to play that the ones that I would love to have supported. To answer your question, no, I haven't. Oh yeah. Played him. No, what was it? Uh, Justice League game. I thought it was trash, though. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't play Justice League, and I haven't played the, the new Gotham Knights one. Um, but yeah, but that that delves into an interesting point where you have like all these selections, right? Yeah. And you can play Skyrim and just be a Skyrim player, and that's all you need for the whole year. Yeah. Right, and that's that's fine. Um, and so, like, when you're looking at all these IPs, they're so in depth and like really like rich experiences. Uh, you know, it, it's only sixty or seventy bucks when you think about it. Like, well, they you think it's expensive? Like, no, no, no. you're getting hours and hours. Yeah. And hours. Um, and just like, yeah, well, how do you choose? <laughs> you know, like, you know, you've got. I got a list of things. Like, all right, like you said, like, all right, Spider Man and this, this is this, and now Hogwarts is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's now nah, it can get to be expensive. Like, if you're playing multiple things, because some of the games are short. Like, I believe like the one game I'm playing last night, Season Letter to uh, the Future. I think that's pretty short. I don't think I think it's have like another two hours in there, and it'll be done. But that didn't cost them. It only cost twenty dollars. But now right. you're talking about the AAA games, like the uh, like you said, Skyrim, uh, Hog, uh, the Hogwarts, and like what is it? What is it I, I purchased that's out now? Uh, Dead Space, the new Dead Space what? that's out. That was like $60. But I mean, to be honest, though, the price of games really haven't changed over the years. Like, it's really yeah. been about the same thing. I think uh, they were roughly $50, $60. Yeah. Oh, like, Super Mario 3, I remember, was like $60. You know, like when I was a kid. So, like, yeah. It, but you know, these experiences are, are gotten so much longer, too. We don't realize how much longer that they are, how much more right. you can play, you know? And so and you they, have they, the DLCs that come out for them, too. Yeah, and it's so you get a lot. You really do get a lot out of it. They're not, you know, sixty dollars. I'm not gonna you know, poo poo. Like sixty dollars is a lot of money. You can't. It is. But how much? What are you getting out of it, right? Yeah, it's funny out of it. It's, it's cheaper than it. the bar tab. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it is cheaper than the bar tab. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, if you are drinking and playing a game, I don't know about all that because you, <laughs> but you're still get something out of it. No, like then you then you're doing your high life light at the at the house, which costs yeah. nine bucks for a big one. You know, like, like, right? <laughs> yeah, I, um, that's what I'm like. It's uh, for me. I, I mean, I there is I I don't think about costs when it comes. I mean, first of all, because I'm grown, I got a job, but um, I do weight it to a degree. Like, I'm not buying two hundred dollars worth of games. One, I think that's unrealistic because I'm like, really, are you really gonna play all those games? Yeah, yeah. 
but certain ones, yeah, I kind of look forward to. But yeah, only like when we start talking about costs, like the PlayStations and Xbox game, their price has gone up because it's like what you're playing now. It's like 4K, 4K games. So like you got to think about all the technology and the people that goes into developing those. I mean, you got to charge a little bit more for them. Yeah. But then when it comes to PC, it's still the same thing. So it's more on the console. And it's, it's cheaper on the PC. All right. I believe so. And, and I'm like, I also like that, you know, that's a whole nother, I think we should do a whole episode on the gaming industry. Yeah. On the evils that is uh, Electronic Arts. <laughs> like the most, might be the most evil company ever. <laughs> right there with Comcast, amazing. But, uh, but you know, so I, I do, I empathize with the fact that these are, you know, hundred million dollar enterprises sometimes like what yeah. was the, like the budget for i think red dead redemption 2 was like 300 million dollars something crazy I don't, I don't hold me to that but it's, i'm not far off but they have so been modded so many times too like you whatever you pay for that you've got your money's worth no kidding like whatever so, so, you paid for that oh my god that game has been outside of the developers in recent DLCs for like the, the gaming community have made mods for to where you can do so much stuff in that game it's same as GTA like yeah. whatever you pay for GTA and GTA online like even though it's a monthly subscription the stuff that you can do in that game oh my god it's an endless experience you know it's, just, it's endless you know it really is. so yeah so like you know like people look at the cost of those things like you know it's it's cheaper than most activities now I mean, go to the movies now yeah. Oh my God, that's going up. Yeah. Like I saw the like and I I know I think we disagreed. I saw the longest movie and the most I hate that movie is Avatar Two. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought a bunch of gamers, so I might, that might be just you know blasphemy, but I hated that, that Avatar and Avatar Two. Um, um, I haven't watched Avatar Two yet, but I, uh, Avatar One was phenomenal. I hated. I really that was the I hate that movie more than almost any other movie. But it is a long movie. Um, but that's that's besides the point. Um, but it's you know it's the twenty dollar shop, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're you're in there. I mean, it's Avatar, so you are in there for a few days. So, <laughs> yeah. You you need you need something to quench your thirst. So you are in there for two days, so like you're getting a lot of time in on that. But yeah. <laughs> but then you're getting your five dollar Coke and your seven dollar amount. Yo, who, how much Coke? You know, five eight dollars, whatever it is. No, it ain't no five eight dollars. <laughs> it's like ten dollars for yeah. a Coke now. Yeah, like and there's and there's no booze in it, by the way. No. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, you know, I mean, that's that figure on the modest side. Like you're going to movies, you cost twenty five bucks a person. Yeah. Maybe probably thirty. Like, well, shoot, you're halfway to a, any video game, and that's a one time experience. In any right. video game, got however long you want it to be. So, like, when it costs the video games, I always find that to be, despite, you know, $60, again, is not nothing. But it's negligible in comparison to a lot of things that, you know, that people do on everyday life. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you know, like everybody's like, what do you spend your money on? I mean, everybody has a thing they spend their money on. A lot of us in the gaming community, I mean, we play games. I mean, but, you know, not everybody does. Like, some people, I mean, like, especially the 1v1 people, they have their games they play, and that's what they they dedicate their time to. Like, if you have your favorite streamer, that's what they're playing. Like, I'm looking at my Twitch stream right now. It's like everybody, two people are playing Overwatch. No, three people are playing Overwatch. Somebody's playing Apex Legends. Uh, another person is playing uh, Genshin Impact. And then Seven Days to Die. I don't know if you've ever seen that before. That's like a zombie apocalypse game that has no ending. It's a, it's a survival-based game. You All just right. play it to survive. Cool. It's like and that's what's popping off 
<laughs> on on stream. Now your YouTubers, yeah, they play different, but I mean they get their they have money from YouTube to play different games. They're doing reviews on them. Right. They're doing reviews and they they're they're monetized in different ways. And so yeah. and they have to create different content. That's their thing. That's their show. That's that's nothing wrong yeah. with either of those. That's yeah, but most people they're not buying games like that. That's why they have so many different varieties of, of games themselves. Me, yeah. I like playing all of them. I mean, that's why I'm like, I'm torn because I got Dead Space. I didn't finish out the last Dead Space, the original. I was streaming that all last year and I was like, Jesus Christ, how long is this game? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, I've been spending hours in this game and I was streaming it. I was like, how long is this doggone game? <laughs> I've been playing the game when I was, because I was traveling a lot the first part of the year going in and out of airports. I'm like, what? I mean, I'm playing it on my Steam Deck. I was like, how long is this game? It's like, you just want to get, like, all right, let's just get 30 minutes into this, just get some... <laughs> get yeah, some- and it's, it is, and, but there again, so the money I spent is that I've got my money's worth because you're talking about, it's been months now. Now, I'm sure I could spend... Now, I, I, don't, I hate when people do this. They will buy a game and play it for, like, 12 to 15 hours a day and then beat it in like three or four days and they start complaining oh the game was too short and I'm like dude you just spent your entire life <laughs> for three or four days playing this game it's not that's unrealistic that's not short most people have regular lives they go and live and they play games in their, their spare time I was like if that's what you dedicate your life to I'm like yeah the game there, is, there will be no game long enough for somebody like that Hey, that someone like that just gotta. I there's a lot of things like the game community. Game community also has some flaws. Where like they're losing the shit over games that have never been released yet, right? Yeah. They, they, you know, there's all kinds of things like that. Like, all right, well, let's let's put let's, let's put the damn thing in there and press play before we start criticizing. <laughs> like, right. right. Um, there's there's that. When it comes to you know simple rules, as I understand that there was expenses, we're like, and we're on the cost thing now. Like, you know, if you're for any time AAA game, I'd say. I would expect 25 hours in, and that's what you need. Yeah. 25 hours, you know, if, if it's an exceptional tw- or an exceptional 20, you know, and then anything over that is gravy, you know, and then you have your, your like, your your budget. I, I, I hate to use the word budget because it, it kind of slights them out. It doesn't mean the quality is there. But uh, indie games, the cheaper indie games, you know, if you get 10 to 12 hours in there, that's fine. Yeah, and they're good. Like they have some good story. Like especially the horror games, they have some. Because yeah. I that's what I watch in my spare time. I'm I'm not a TV person. I'm a YouTube person. I'm so a YouTuber, I right? I do watch like a lot of people play indie games because I'm no I probably won't play them, but I'll watch somebody else play them, and they're very I, entertaining. Especially specific ones like Five Nights at Freddy's. Like I, I can yeah. watch other people like. I like, didn't like Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> I can't play. I I played it once. And I will say, like, my buddy of mine is on, he's got uh, the Oculus. Uh-huh. And I couldn't handle more than 10 minutes. Like, uh. Oh, no, that's, that's too... Because also, for those that don't know what Five Nights at Freddy is, it's one of those games where you have to monitor... Like, you got to monitor everything inside of a room to prevent yourself from getting killed by these animatronics uh, creatures that's in this place that you're at. Which means you got to always watch like different video cameras. You got to close doors. You got to close doors within the office that you're in, prevent somebody. So you always turning your head from left to right. Now it's hard doing it on a screen. Imagine doing it in a VR headset and you got to constantly turn your head around (laughs) to to close the trap off to to keep from dying in the game. I, I didn't like it. It's, it's it's ominous. It's 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 scary. It's legitimate scary. Yeah. You know? And call it cheap or not, I don't know. But but like it's legit. It's a legit game. It, it is. Yeah. It's, it's good. I mean, but I like, see why. Like even Markiplier talked about it. He was like, that was the most. Um, that was the, the the biggest cash banger for him. Oh yeah. Like all the because he was like people. 
He said he's made so much money off of freaking Five Nights at Freddy and all the different variations of it that came out. He was like, he would never put that game down. And he said he's tired of it. He said, but if he's looking at what's making him money, he yeah. said that money, that game made him money hand over fist. It's just, yeah. He, he made about as much money as the developer making the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I can't, like, you know, you, you figure out what you like, what you know, and that's fine. Um, you know, like I like this. I kind of like the third-person action type stuff. So, like, I do the, the Assassin's Creed. I like the, the superhero stuff. Um, yeah, I love Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I, I think the, they lost the plot a little bit, but not enough for me to get disinterested. I, I like the OG stuff. The story, the story is kind of taking the back seat. I mean, uh, I'm well modern day story, but they do a good job of like the this, the thing about Assassin's Creed is the setting is much of a character of the game itself, right? Yeah, because it tells history. Right, like, it yeah. does its own way of telling, like, actual history. Like, it really does tell history, history. Right. And it's fascinating. It's enjoyable there, but I miss the modern-day aspect of the uh, the story, where, like, there was a whole, you know... It was... I, I kind of missed that. And I didn't yeah. play... To be fair, I didn't know... I have to make up Origins. I haven't played Origins yet. But, now, uh, the last one, uh, was it the Black Sea, or whatever there was in the ship? Black Flag? Yeah, Black Flag. Good. That was like two ago. Valhalla, I, I, I think, is the last one. That's the one I have, and I'm yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, I played that one. But yeah, I love the Black Flag. I yeah. love that because I got to go around and kill slave owners. That was that. And I purposely went around to every island to kill <laughs> all. <laughs> it wasn't even a part of the mission, but I made it my mission to go to every island and kill every freaking slave owner. <laughs> that is awesome. It is awesome too. <laughs> There's there's some there's one thing about the gaming computer community too. They talk about social issues. They're way more progressive than any other art form. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, because you have. I mean, you know, real talk. If, you, if well, you have the good gaming people, and then you have you have these little <laughs> these kids and uh, the racist ones out there too. I think they're just doing it for content or just just to be just to be a dick online. Like when you hear them, they'll start calling people all kind of n words, or you not even just black people. They talk about Asian people, Mexican people. I mean, they talk about everybody. Everybody gets smoke in the gaming community. Everybody gets smoke. And yeah. I'm like, I, yeah, you can get mad, but you know, once you've been playing games for so long, you know, you just it's just entertainment. Because like, yeah. what are you gonna do? Like, what are you? Yeah. Gonna, I mean, there is ones and zeros unless you're trying to really do some hacking stuff, trying to find out who the hell they are. It's like. Either you can stay there and play the game if you're playing those games with those those people, or you can just log out and go play something else. But for the most part, yeah, like you just said, they're all pretty much everybody's progressive. Yeah, but that's what I mean. The, the games themselves, I think, have gotten much. You know, they they have that little. Well, it's not necessarily. A message. I don't know. Because it was like we was the first half of the show when we were talking about Abrilisi. So this is game company. It's an indie game company called Six One Six Games. And they have this game called the Poop Master. Okay. So the Poop Master, what it was about. So they have four now. The, the fourth one got him kicked off of YouTube. And he finally got his YouTube account back. But Abrilisi is a big time YouTuber. I think he has like six, seven million uh, subscribers. So everybody played the Poop Master. And the story behind the Poop Master is, you know, somebody comes into this bathroom at a restaurant. I think the first game was in a, um, a restaurant. It was a restaurant. It was a burger spot. And the poop master is this guy that's obsessed with people leaving poop in the stool. And so he starts walking around throwing poo at people, trying to kill people with poo. Like, this, this is the premise of the game. And so the second game, so the, that was the first game. So, I mean, that's kind of sketchy, but that's not, I mean, that's not too bad because it is, it's just poop. Everybody poops. Yeah. So then the second game, they were in like these, they had the dorm and it was like college kids. And they were in like, they were smoking out, like smoking weed. 
And so then somebody ended up dropping the load in the stool. Poop master shows up and starts killing people with the poop. That was, I mean, cause you got the weed aspect in there. That's almost pushing the YouTube borders. I don't know what happened number three, but number four. So he <laughs> played number four. Number four, he was, this is why I couldn't say last night because last night was sponsored stream. <laughs> he was playing, they were in a sex shop. In the sex shop, he's, they sold adult toys. And on the outside of the store, it was a giant dildo on top of the store. And then the inside, it was giant dildos and movies and stuff, like actual porn movies inside of the game. He himself said, I know I'm going to get demonetized for this 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 uh, video, but I'm playing it for the culture. And I'm playing it so, you know, if you all want to, you all can decide if you want to play it or not. But I'm trying to support an independent, independent developer. Right. And so, yeah, so he played that game. It wasn't 24 hours later, <laughs> YouTube took his channel down. Oh, <laughs> so uh, games, I don't know about games being progressive because I don't know how progressive that is. I mean, you know, I don't know, like, well, progressive, like, like we're talking about Mass Effect or any, you know, like, well, those um, are great, yeah, you know, it's in general, the games themselves, excuse me, uh, are, are very good. Uh, Matt, yeah. uh, Assassin's Creed, you just talking about like Kill Slave it's awesome, it's very awesome, like. But they're, I mean, hey, I'm gonna be honest with you, they got games. So everybody's listening, they have games for everybody. So, if, you know, if, if if porn is your game, porn is your thing, they have porn games out there. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's their games for everybody. So, I, yeah. I, as we wind down, I say, go out there and have fun. Enjoy yourself. I don't care what you're playing, <laughs> just enjoy yourself. It's a way to detach yourself away from the shitty world that we live in right now because life is great but we all still have troubles that we have to deal with and that's a good way to wind down from i like what you said there that's good it's a good it's a good alternative to you know to any other damaging habits that we might have right? yeah, absolutely go, you know, go to the pub and you know yeah, drink a hundred dollars worth of booze or you know, throw, in a, throw in a game on your playstation yeah and like i said it could be it could be as the sky's the limit what you want to play it could be anything yeah. I mean, if you want to do a shooter, they have shooters out there. If you want role-playing games, they have role-playing games. If you want to do just 1v1s, they have those that exist out there. If you like fighters, they have a ton of fighting. Oh, my God, they have a ton of fighting games out there. If you like anime-based games, they have anime-based games. And then at the end of the day, if you want something freaky, they got they got some freaky games for you. <laughs> <laughs> they, they got them for you. What, just I know we're winding down, so just to close out a little bit, my last question is like, what? Just give me three games that's on your mind right now. Uh, that old, I'm excited new, about current, yeah, old, new, current, coming up, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna go with new. I mean, we've already talked about the old stuff, like my old stuff that that's go tos, but I mean they're old now. It was like Legend of Zelda, found the original Final Fantasies. And then, like, I still love Mario Brothers and some uh, Son of the Hedgehog. But games I'm excited about now is playing the remastered version of Dead Space, which I'm playing tonight on uh, stream. And where, then, where, um, where, where, where's the stream? Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash escaping the matrix without the E. You so go. you can catch me on Twitch and then you can see the uploads on YouTube once I finish finish. So if I don't stream on YouTube, but uh, same place is, but on YouTube is PTG TV. So two different names because I'm Matrix on Twitch because that's my username, I'm Matrix. And then there's Hogwarts Legacy because this is different than other Harry Potter games. I'm not a fan of the other Harry Potter games. This one I like and I, I was watching it for a long time because it's an open world based game, which is why I, I like how they went. They shifted Final Fantasy towards those two. And so you actually get to create your own character 
and you get to actually act out like you actually live in and in, in surviving in the land of Hogwarts. So that's why I'm excited about Hogwarts. And then there was another one. I mean, I have been playing like well, I was playing this game last night to celebrate like Black History Month, and it was called Season, um, A Letter to the Future. And I had been watching that for a while because they had built this protagonist around this young black girl. And she was going out experiencing life in this new world after a, a, a world war had taken place. I thought that was good. I mean, the game actually itself is great. It's, it's a peaceful game. So if you want something to chill out to and relax, That's good, I, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a good go-to. But uh, yeah, so yeah, those two, any, I don't know if there's anything else that's coming out that like I have my eye on. Yeah, that's no. that's it. Unless there's new Resident Evil something coming out, but no, nah, that's that's been it. Now you covered you covered a lot for me. I mean, I'm just trying to think like right now when I'm playing. Uh, if you if you want an indie game, there's a Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. That's on a PlayStation. You can download it. I think it's like 15 bucks or something like that. And that's I, I referenced it. It's a indie game with the guy that uh, that developed Symphony of the Night, Castlevania, from back in the day, which is again one of my favorite games of all time. If you know that game, you're you're well aware of it. You've probably played it a billion times. So this is it's like it's ugly cousin. And it's a, it's a good one. Um, it's worth a look. And then uh, you, <laughs> we talked about it. It didn't take much convincing. I usually wait until the game comes out, but I got my pre-order on on my Hogwarts Legacy. Again, <laughs> I get I'm a Hogwarts guy, so it's, I'm gonna like it whether it's bad or not. And just yeah, I mean it know. comes out Friday, so it's not too far yeah. in the future. So uh, then, uh, also, uh, just because we're gonna get we lean into that series as well. I love Breath of the Wild, and that new one's coming out next the next month or two as well. So, no, it's not. I think it's coming out in May. No, it's not. <laughs> it's going. It, I'm saying no, it's not because they're, they've been pushing that game out for so freaking long. <laughs> no, it's not. And I will say, I, <laughs> and I will say this though, because we, we we touched on that with uh, was uh, CD Projekt Red. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, May twelfth. Um, oh, I know what it says, it, but yeah. it, you know, they because it's what they came out last year and they pushed it out. Like with Cyberpunk, that's their big mistake. Like, you gotta follow the the Grand Theft Auto model. Like, they because Grand Theft Auto is just as guilty of like pushing back, pushing back, pushing back. Yeah. As a gamer, and I, I hope like, this starts to catch on. I think gamers are should be better about being patient. Yes. Cook, you know, cook that, bake that that game as well as it has to. be. If you have to push it back, you know, three months, six months, a year, do it. Make it good. Don't push it out early and on a half day time. You know, whether it be, hell, even Grand Theft Auto, the definitive edition, right? Yeah. One <laughs> rank. Now it sucked. And whether it be Anthem or CJ Project Red, we did with uh, Cyberpunk. Let it bake. You think you're gonna you're gonna lose money by not releasing it? Now screw that. Now like you got a whole family, it's just gonna turn on you. Just let it bake. But come out with a good product, and the money will be there. Yeah, I, I just think if you got, a, a, especially a triple A game like that, man, just put TBD on there. Don't <laughs> just put, until yeah. that game is ready to go, just put TBD. Because when you come to like the um, the gaming conventions, like E3, and then you start putting up trailers and stuff and say, and then at the end of it, oh, release date. Nah, everybody's looking for that release date. Like you get everybody hyped up. Nah, just put TBD on there. Just, just yeah. TBD. You know, this we don't. Want- and then when it's getting ready to come out, when you actually have finished it and you have debugged all of it and it's getting ready, then you put the release date on there. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I said I'm not confident in the release date for Breath of the Wild 2 because 
we've been looking for that because what was happening we can I, I gotta wind down <laughs> we gotta wind down but yeah. it was like last year they were supposed to release it last year but they're supposed to release it with a brand new switch right they're they're trying to make sure that 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 game was playing on the on the, the next generation of the system whatever right. it was. but now it's like now they're gonna go release it to the regular switch so it's like okay are they really gonna release it because i want i've been i mean i've been this game has been promised for like over almost two years now I have been excited because I love Breath of the Wild. Like, I, I love, love I'm a huge Zelda fan. About, about as much as Final Fantasy, I love freaking Zelda. I, I loved love- it on the Nintendo. I loved it on the handhelds. I loved it on the Wii. And I loved it on the Switch. I love freaking Zelda. Preach on! <laughs> and wherever Zelda's at, I'm going to be... I, I talked all about the Steam and how I have not picked up my Switch. But the minute this game gets released, I will be dusting off my Switch and playing this game. And I will beat this one because I love Zelda. Oh, wow. And a fun fact, David, it's uh, Breath of the Wild was the only game in history where they sold more games than consoles. Oh, I they actually, Yeah, they sold, actually, they, they actually the, the game itself, Breath of the Wild, they actually sold more of the cartridge than they did for, for the Switch than the Switch itself. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you know what? I'll say this, that doesn't happen often. If you buy, if you want to pay for the Switch if just for Breath of the Wild and put it in the closet, it's worth it. It is worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. I, w- I mean, I would still say, if, you know, if you're going to get a Switch, get the Mario game too. Like, I'm yeah, playing yeah. the uh, latest Mar- and then Mario Kart. Like, I love Mario. So, we didn't talk about that, but I do love Mario Kart. I love the uh, hell out of Mario Kart. Yeah. And uh, the Odyssey was good too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, yeah. Those are my games I'm thinking of. So, cheers, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Yeah, you know, I, I'm glad it's a good topic. We haven't talked about games on this channel in like two years because everybody, everything was surrounded with politics. So yeah, I'm, we're gonna get more into uh, nerding out, nerding out, as opposed to nerding out on just politics and policies, getting pissed off about what's going on in the the Marjorie Taylor Greens in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I missed the gaming because so only it says you know just to wind down. My final thought, man, find something you love and just just play it and just relax to it. Like I said, I think it's a way just to, you know, kind of cope with some of the realities and harshness that we have to deal with throughout life and work. And it's a way just to really, you know, wind down your evening. I know a lot of people say, go read a book, but you can read a book or listen to a book when you're in a car. You I, you can't listen to it, but I do, because I do listen to books in the car. Mm-hmm. But when you get home and then you're trying to just settle down for the evening and you don't want to pick nothing up that's going to like really have your brain really popping off as far as like horror movies or TV shows, just find you a game that you can sit back and just relax to. Get you a nice little drink. If you don't drink, drink some lemonade, some tea. And just relax and chill out and zone out and take your life into some other place. And that way, you know, you have your brain. You have you start a refresh and renewed for tomorrow. So final thoughts, John? I have put time in you. But, you know, chill out. Give games a chance. I'll say that. You know, they're not all like, you know, uh, head shooters with blood everywhere. You know, like right now I'm playing Stardew Valley just to get my farm on. <laughs> you know, when I've had a stressful week, you know what? I just needed to chill out and just you know, grow some flowers. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. It's, and it's giving me some mental health. I'll be honest, it's giving me a lot of mental health this week. So, yeah, just just find some, just give it a shot. You'll never know. And it's, uh, you know, and it's, it's good for you. So go ahead. Absolutely. So thank you all for tuning in. Love you guys. Matrix out. A peace.